Welcome back to Not Your Average, the podcast where you grow personally and hopefully have a global impact. Now, today's episode has changed slightly in the sense that we are on episode 10 of season three, and I was going to talk about well being and the importance of it being a lifestyle. But I think that that is for another episode because the past events of this week, uh, with it being just gone International Women's Day and it being Women's History Month, as well as a lot of the things that have gone on globally and in the press recently has caused me to change this topic to speak up and take up space. Now, this is for the women, but also for the men who work, live, share DNA, all sorts of things with women in their world to understand not only the experiences of women, but also to use their privilege to empower and lift up anybody within their proximity particularly in this day and age where we have seen that this global situation we're going through at the moment has a a huge and sort of disproportionate impact on women as well so now more than ever beyond the sort of ethical and moral aspects of it there's an economic and social factor and well-being factor to it as well So what do I mean by taking up space and speaking up? Well, the role of women has quite a way to go. However, we have, and I mean the role of women in society and their visibility has a way to go, but we have made strides. You know, now we can open a bank account without having permission from anybody else. We can bribe property. We can be able to take up positions in the workplace. Um, And that has its own sort of story still unfolding, which you can research about and which um, Sheryl Sandberg talked quite sort of um, matter-of-factly and using statistics in her book, Lean In. But what I want to talk about is if you've not seen already, there's been uh, a two-hour CBS special on Meghan Markle and as well as Prince Harry and their experiences within the royal family and their decision to leave. And following on from the Britney documentary, which was also released as well as the, I believe it was the 1994 interview, so 25 years ago from Diana, as well as many other modern day examples of women being vilified in the media in particular, we're seeing what plays out sort of in entertainment, in media. It's sort of a magnifying glass on what goes on in society in general. It's telling women, be confident, speak up, you know, look great, wear this, buy this house, you know, this, do this workout, be all that you are but not too much but not enough just don't go outside of the parameters that we've set for you and 
this happens to all women as we have seen uh with uh, megan's case but it also happens to women who attain success and who attain a level of you know who have talent who use that talent who really go after what they want to do um or by virtue are thrust into the spotlight so diana as an example she did come she does come from aristocracy um but by virtue of marriage she was thrust into that spotlight also the same for michelle obama who was a very well well accomplished woman in her own right before her husband became president but by virtue of marriage was thrust into this spotlight and what we've seen and all those women have in common is that regardless of their sort of emotional intelligence sort of book smarts um what they can contribute what asset they are to an an example they are to society we have this ability to tear people down and this inclination the world has to tear women down and to sort of put them off a pedestal that they've already they've built them up on but just to also revel in that but also not to support the experiences of women because we think well you're rich or you're you know you've got you know a standing that is a public figure so you clearly don't have any problems which is completely false and whilst i'm not a public figure in that sense it's important to know that life affects every human being regardless of whatever status you are but particularly for women and seeing the vitriol after that interview that the duke and duchess of sussex did as well as the denial and gaslighting of the racism and the mental health issues that she um experienced is just wild it's just wild and whilst i am not big on commenting on everything that happens you know entertainment wise you know well this isn't really entertainment this is just really quite serious stuff um what i mean is in terms of context of media and things like that i think these things are things that we can take as an example of situations that we can learn from but also educate ourselves because i always say that even if something's negative you can always learn from something even if you have a negative experience from with someone it it's actually informational for you because not only do you get to decide how you will interact with that person going forward but moreover you will get to understand the structures and the systems and the politics at play but also what your role is as a woman in that situation and what your agency is because sometimes you can't forget what your agency is and there's a lot that that's geared to ensure that people in general in certain situations forget their agency but especially women so i have a few tips for the women out there and how to speak up and take up space because i think this is something that we don't really delve into the specifics of but also i always think that there is gold that can be mined from extraordinarily negative situations and i don't say that to make you feel good or because i am the expert at this at all because life as we have seen in the last year has a way to just blindside you 
and you have to adapt and that's one of our strengths that's one of the things that we can say that we bring to the societal uh, and interpersonal table as people and as women and i think it's important to delve into these things so that we can not only empower one another so that you know if you do have things that you feel work for you in sort of owning your agency in any particular situation you find yourself invited whether professionally or personally uh, do share them either on our website notyouraverageofficial.com or on our instagram page notyouraverageofficial and i think it's important to really look at these issues not from a political or you know activist point of view because this isn't what this is this is about human decency but more importantly this is about you taking 100% responsibility um and about how you show up in the situations and not doing what women usually do which is take the blame for other people's behavior or um question themselves or try their best to protect people who won't protect them so those are learned behaviors and i think we can just like we learned them we can unlearn as most of life is about unlearning uh, as an adult um and relearn things that are useful to navigate with wisdom and with strength and with humanity and vulnerability and um truth which is so necessary in this day and age. So my first point on speaking up and taking up space is surround yourself with the right people and do not be afraid to cut off people who become bad apples. Um and what I mean by that is surrounding yourself with the right people now this as with every human being that takes time for you to see someone's character. and situations generally re- reveal people's character or their support for for you or lack of support for you and so i would advocate that you take your time with people no matter what they say always observe patterns not even actions but patterns because that is very educational in itself but i added the point of cutting off people who become bad apples because i really believe that sometimes people can start off being the right people But as you elevate and as you um grow as an individual as you set boundaries as you maybe grow professionally personally maybe you start your own family you get promoted at work you start your own business you decide to take on different hobbies you start running a marathon you know you decide to move to a different country you decide all sorts of things that are within your own sort of well-being and things that you have thought for yourself there is a chance that people will fall off and people will not only fall off but also become people who don't encourage your growth and your sense of self and i think it's important because as women we're very loyal and i think it's vital that we look at people objectively is as difficult as that can be particularly when we're invested in a relationship or a friendship or a family and connection um or a colleague um or a mentor even 
I think it's important to recognize and go, my worth will always come first. My voice will always come first. And my well-being will always come first because that other person is not living your life and is not going to live with the consequences of you not doing what you were called to do, what you can do, what you hope to do whilst you're here. And so whilst you don't get rid of bad apples, you're actually handing them the power and the keys to your life and they're essentially in the driver's seat. So getting rid of bad apples means changing how often you interact with them, the medium by which they can access you. But sometimes it does mean cutting people off and some behavior I actually don't think deserves a a long-winded explanation at all. People are adults, they know how they are behaving for majority of the time. And for where you believe that someone doesn't have the capacity um, to see their actions, you know, explain it, uh, that you're not comfortable continuing the relationship and then move on. I think it's important to understand that some people are there for a season and they're there to help you just like you are there in people's lives for a season. We're not all meant to be in close proximity relationally to every single human being that we meet or we encounter. You know, some people are just supposed to be colleagues. Some people are just supposed to be acquaintances, you know. So I think it's important to have that awareness of relational placement and to understand that, first of all, it's not your job to... Keep people in your life who don't respect you as a minimum and or to make excuses for their you know lack of respect but I think it's 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 important to understand that if you keep yourself surrounded by bad apples or people who envy your growth because as I talked about before in previous podcasts envy is so corrosive It's often subtle, it's often um, something that creeps up on you, but it's something that can be sort of detrimental and devastating. And if people around you don't see you doing well as a compliment to them and the fact that they have access to you, but they see it negatively, You don't need individuals like that around you because then you'll miss out on the people and you'll actually be keeping out and blocking yourself from the people who are on that journey of growth and are on the same path of wanting to better themselves, wanting to live an above above average life and wanting to uh, grow in their own lives without comparison, without envy, without a sense of, you know, evaluating you. So keep the right people around you, but equally be very ready and quick to remove individuals who don't have the character and the capacity to hold space for your growth. And so that brings me on to my next point which is put yourself 
in spaces that you want to put yourself in because I really believe that women belong in any space where decisions are being made because decisions affect every person regardless of your gender um you know everyone makes decisions every day and that affects different people depending on the scale of that decision so put yourself in spaces that you want to be in also by virtue because human beings have inherent worth and belonging and despite the world's way of sort of dividing groups of people and insinuating and implying that some people don't belong in spaces do so challenge perceptions however don't sacrifice your mental health and your well-being so take up space you know apply for that job you know go for that relationships i'll use megan and harry's example regardless of your race because if that's the right person for you again you don't want to put your your most personal relationship in the hands of individuals who not only don't live your life but also literally do not care about your well-being so put yourself in situations that you know are right for you challenge perceptions um be yourself don't conform to what is a stereotype for any given group that you may find yourself in and i think it's important to at the same time keep in mind your mental health and your well-being because no place person institution company individual is worth your mental health or your well-being in any way shape or form whether they are family whether they are friends whether they are romantic partners whether they are uh, a job and you might think well that's easy for me to say you know you might think well okay Catherine I've got bills to pay and I've got things to do yes we we really all do so I completely understand that and those are very real needs but there's a difference between taking up space and allowing your choice to do so to eat away at you and to eat away at your soul and your confidence and just your general zest for life that is something that cannot be allowed because ultimately you are the one who's responsible for you and looking after you so whilst i think it's important to you know put yourself in spaces that challenge perceptions that really show that no human being is the same as any other i think it's important to also speak up for yourself and safeguard your mental wellness because just like physical exercise is a form of maintenance um for at the beginning it can start as weight loss for example or bulking but then after some time after you reach a certain goal and we call it a plateau when it comes to fitness and metabolism you start to maintain because you've reached where you want to be but you need to maintain and you need to keep doing the work in order to maintain the work that you've already done and it's the same with your mental health most of it is maintenance so this will help you not only after an event that may have be less than pleasant but more importantly it's staying ready so that you're able to navigate and know how to 
really step into a situation ahead of time because you'll be mentally and emotionally prepared. So put yourself in spaces wherever you want. Challenge perceptions. I'm telling you, put your speak up in meetings. Don't put your hand up. Don't, you know, when we're back to physical workplaces, sit at the table, not at the sidelines. Share your idea. Um, don't be put off by people who ignore you. Take up space, but at the same time, ensure that your mental health is also a priority whilst you are doing so. And that brings me on to my next point. I think you have to be around women who want to see others win. I've spoken about this in previous podcasts, maybe not to this degree, but I am always disappointed um, when I encounter another woman who, without even having a personal relationship with you, will automatically view you with a side eye or view you as a threat or you can just see their insecurities are triggered palpably in their demeanor some have internalized misogyny so they generally see other women not just you or me as competition as a threat to their standing in any social or professional situation which is just really sad but some others are also racist and that's just a fact of life um and I think that I personally don't entertain, no matter how covertly or subtly it may show up in people's behaviors or words or actions, I no longer entertain that or try to make excuses or try to gloss over it because I don't want to be seen, you know, as difficult or, you know, rocking the boat, making waves. But again, that's just a course of personal growth that's just the result of personal growth but I make it a point to surround myself with women who like to see other women win and who are not threatened by the autonomy of other women and who are not um frankly insecure in the sense that their insecurities play out in their relationships because everybody has insecurities but you can control whether that plays out in your interactions with people uh, to a certain extent, particularly if you have doing if you are doing the work of becoming self-aware, of healing your inner child wounds, of just becoming more present and aware in situations. So I would surround myself with women who want to win and if you have women who make comments about how you look because that unfortunately is the most obvious way you can see it you know remove yourself from that take it as a compliment in the sense that somebody's willing to use their breath to disparage you in any which way whether it's your own lifestyle choices in terms of whether you keep fit, whether you buy a house, whether you get a car, whether you move, whether you marry a certain person, whether you are not conforming to what they think you should be. That is none of your business. What other people think of you is actually none of your business. It's actually quite freeing. But where what they think of you starts to have a negative impact on you, Understand that that's nothing to do with you, but also take responsibility by who you surround yourself with in terms of your female friendships. 
because that will have a massive impact on your relational well-being. That is a way to live above average because a lot of people settle into the, I might as well be another crab in the barrel because shining my light is too dangerous or too socially unacceptable or too much for some people. Well, be too much. That's not, who, who you are is not other people's problem. And this isn't just about women who show up with an extroverted personality. This could be you as an introvert, but just you virtually existing can cause some people to really have their back up. So don't shrink yourself in order to make other people uncomfortable because as I've said before, you start a war within yourself, which takes away mental and emotional energy that could be used and directed towards your purpose, the healthy relational interactions you may have in your life, but also your general well-being. And that brings me on to my last point, which is know who you are beyond any title, any status, any relationship, any job, any location, any figure in your bank account, any diet, dress size, any just anything, any way that we are labeled, pigeonholed, picked apart as women. You have to know who you are. Um, and this actually goes for men as well, because there are certain other things that are put on men. But as a woman in particular, it's a lot easier to nitpick at us. And it's important to know who you are beyond any label, because as women, we are heavily judged by who loves us or who doesn't, how we look uh, regardless of your race, but particularly uh, in situations where there's racial elements. Um, and you can research that for yourself. There are, you know, our looks in general, our lifestyle choices, how we parent, which I think is wild because <laughs> no child and no parents are the same. And parenting looks to me to be a very, very difficult but rewarding, profoundly rewarding and magical uh, job and role. And there are so many other ways, you know, what we do with our finances, you know, whether we wear heels or not, there's this whole debate. And I'm just like, just let me wear my heels and <laughs> mind your business. So I would encourage you to be above average by don't silence yourself. Don't censor yourself before you get into a situation um, or contort yourself uh, because you find yourself in a particular relationship or a particular space. It's so important to know who you are outside of this because when those things change, when your location changes, if your relationship changes, if your friendships change, if your family dynamics change, if your job changes, if your business changes, you have to have something more robust within you as an anchor for who you are as a person, as a woman, um, to be able to navigate those um, difficulties, but also those amazing opportunities that you may get as well and that can also cause changes so you have to have a grounding and something that speaks to who you are 
an, an identity that means that you know, as I always say this, that you are more than good enough for any situation, person, opportunity, job, business, dress that you may encounter. So it's nobody else's job to tell you that, but you have to know that for yourself and ensure that there's no enemy within so that the enemy on the outside of you, the enemy to any progress or decisions that you may make cannot determine who you are and that you have a confidence that is about who you are at your core, not actually linked to anything external because all of that stuff, as we've seen in 2020 and now 2021, is subject to change. So in speaking up, in taking up space. Sometimes speaking up is in how you choose to make your choices. Sometimes it's without words. Sometimes it is with words. In taking up space, it's not only taking up space in institutions, in jobs, in businesses, in how you look. It's also taking up space in your own life and you being the central character in your own life rather than allowing others to write the script for you. So I hope that helped you. Happy belated International Women's Day and Women's History Month. If you have any thoughts to share on this, then definitely hit us up on our Instagram at notyouraverageofficial. Share with those in your world who you think need empowerment. And as ever, thanks so much for listening. See you next time.